Honey, mommy has to get to work. If I'm late one more time, Mr. McDonald is gonna can my ass. Will you get in the car? Okay, come on, let's go get in. Mom, a clown. Yeah, yeah, a clown. Uh -huh. Oh, hi. Hi. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> What's that about clown business? <laughs> I stutter, bitch. Jamie, get in the car. Lock the door. Where the hell are you going? Damn it. Don't you never turn your back on a fucking clown when he's talking to you. Fucking hands off of me! <laughs> What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Why? Hey. Don't we make you laugh? Aren't we fucking funny? You best come up with an answer, because I'm going to come back here and check on you and your mama. If you ain't got a reason why you hate clowns, I'm going to kill your whole fucking family. All right, now get your fucking ass out the car. Welcome! Again. Attention Deficit Order, Season 18, Episode 4. Uh, Skip could not be with us tonight, but who is with us is... Clint. Yeah! <laughs> Clint from Geek Dick Podcast is back again, guys. Come on. Give it up for Clint. Come on. Say what's up. What's up? Yeah. Woo. Okay, we got a lot to go through right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened. A lot of stuff. Uh, I've seen a lot of movies. Tomorrow night, I'm going to go see The Shining for the first time in the big screen. Oh, nice. In, in the 4K remastered version. Uh, it's playing for one night only at, like, theaters all over all over the place. I'm sure it's playing near you. <clears throat> Probably yeah. is. Uh, nationwide, guys. Shining. Um, 4K remaster. Crazy. Uh, I've never seen it on the big screen. So this will be cool. Wow. To get in the mood for Halloween, guys. Halloween's right around the corner. Uh, the witches are coming. Come on. Okay, so. Okay, so. Whoa, okay, so. Yeah, we're back, guys. Attention episode order. Season 18, episode 4. Uh, that opening I played was Sid Hag, man. Uh, he dies. Uh, what year did he die? What age? He was 80? 80. 
I think it was 80. Yeah, man. Uh, big blow to the horror community. The horror community. The horror community. Wow, listen to those crickets. Sounds so peaceful back there. To it, the it, horror it, community. It, it actually is. The, the <laughs> uh, if you don't know, he's from Gotham, guys. Uh, if you don't know, he's from Gotham. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, what was I going to do? Okay, let's go. Uh, let's do these first. I want to run down the uh, Emmy Awards really fast because those were atrocious. Okay, let's do that. Emmy Awards. Okay, yeah, those were just atrocious. Okay, so let's go. Let's just. let's. We're going to do the major ones. That's it. I'm not going to do any of the uh, small ones. Let's see, uh... Okay, there we go. Supporting... I'll start with supporting actor. Okay, so the Emmys, guys. One of the worst telecasts I've ever seen. Everyone's afraid to say anything now. No one wants a host. Uh, you can't say chink anymore. You know, uh, everything's against the law now as far as um, vocalization for comedians. You know? <clears throat> it's becoming atrocious, guys. It's a little too steep to the point where uh, award shows used to have a host that would come out, remember, and take jabs at everybody, right? Uh, you know, like most hosts do. And, and now no one takes jabs at anybody. It's just, let's all get along, guys, and make speeches every time we get up about uh, women are getting paid equal. It, uh, it was horrible. So, okay, here we go. <laughs> Emmys 2019 worst telecast ever, 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 ever. Okay, so for best supporting actor, uh, did you ever see? Did you watch When They See Us or Chernobyl or Escape from Danamora? I have not. <clears throat> okay, so Paul Dano wins for uh, or lost to Ben Wishaw for an English scandal because gay subject matter. That's it right there. It's gay or black this year. Or, yeah, gay or black, guys. Uh, Bill Hader wins for best comedic actor. That's fine. He wins over Ted Danson, Don Cheadle, Eugene Levy, Michael Douglas, Anthony Anderson. So what? Anthony Anderson, I don't think that's funny. So basically, he didn't have a lot of competition. No. Uh, if you watch Barry, if you, wa you should start watching Barry if you want to watch anything funny. You know, they're half-hour shows. There's two seasons out now. I think that, yeah, there's two seasons. Uh, really funny stuff. Uh, Jerome, or, uh, okay, so for When They See Us, Gerald Jerome wins for When They See Us. He's a good actor. Out of all four, out of Hugh Grant, Benicio Del Toro, Sam Rockwell, and uh, Mashahala Ali, he, uh, who's going to be our future Blade. <clears throat> He's on Blade, motherfucker. I can see him as Blade. But I'll have big wet lips. Okay, here we go. Uh, for best supporting actress, uh, Vera Farmiga uh, for When They See Us, M M -O, Emily Watson for Chernobyl. Okay, so When They See Us, Fosse for. Okay, so Patricia Arquette wins again for the act. That's fine. You know, Tony Shaloub wins for The Marvelous Miss Maisel over Stephen Root, Henry Winkler, Alan Arkin. For the Kaminsky Method, another good show. 
Tony Hale for Veep, and Anthony Kerrigan for Barry. The guy with, uh, he has, uh, I was going to say Propecia, but no, so when you have no hair. Baldness? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. When you have no hair, your eyebrows, you can't grow hair anywhere. Oh. Alopecia? I think so. Yeah, yeah, he has alopecia. I thought he was going to win just because he has alopecia. Big. Oh, my God. It's the first alopecian. Um, this is the history's first for the alopecians. You know, the first alopecian um, Academy Award. Or, I mean, uh, yeah, Emmy Award winner. Maybe next year. Okay, so. Uh, Alex Borstein wins for Marvelous Miss Maisel. Uh, she was the. It was funny because they're going to dig in her background. And she used to be an old Chinese lady in Mad TV. Remember? She oh, sorry about that. Oh, yeah. Remember her? Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, where's that? Why haven't they? You know why? Because she's a woman. They're not digging it up because they don't want to run her name through the mud. But you take a simple comedian with a dumb podcast. He says some stupid thing about chinks. And bam. This chick has skits throughout all Mad TV. Like, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, so sorry. You know? Yeah. It's, such, it's so hypocritical. <laughs> right? It's, come on. That's why all this stuff is bullshit. All this, like, uh, political correctness and all this stuff. No one knows who to pick. and It's all pick and choose. It's like, fuck you. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you glad he came on? Okay. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <clears throat> Woo! Uh, here we go, guys. Uh, so, uh, Phoebe Wallerbridge wins for Fleabag over Dead to Me's Christina Applegate. Uh, Rachel's Brosnahan's. I think she won last year, and uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus should have won for Veep. But they gave it to Phoebe Wallerbridge because she writes and directs her own show, you know, and uh, and it's uh, it's like a in the story in the subject matter of the show, and so best lead actor in a drama series Billy Porter, uh, because uh, over Jason Bateman, Milia Vintamigo, Sterling K. Brown, and uh, Kit Harrington for Game of Thrones, <clears throat> so. Billy Porter for Pose, which is a really, like, I don't know, a gay fashion show. I have no idea what the show is. Uh, leading actress in a drama series, yes, Jodie Comer wins for Killing Eve. Over Sandra Ho for Killing Eve. Viola Davis for How to Get Away with Murder! Uh, Emily Clark, Game of Thrones, Robin Wright, House of Cards. Okay, and Peter Shrinklage wins for Best Dramatic Actor in a Drama Series. Come on, we need to give it to the midget. Right? Right or no? Well, of course. Come on, over Jonathan I mean, Banks. It's, I, I think it's a good, not a no good way to elevate his stature. Dude, it was so funny. You see the microphone stand. Because all Peter Dinklage. It said on one of those like elevating like trapdoor platforms. You just, uh-huh. just see it. It would have been funnier if they gave him a like a box to step up. <laughs> like a box. Hey guys, it's me, Peter Dinklage. 
thank you. This thing is bigger than I am. You know. Uh, so he wins. Fine, fine. He's a good actor, man. I've liked him since. Um, God, what is that? Station agent, something like that. Like I, I know him from indie films. You know, and then yeah. from and from Elf, of course. Well, of course. <laughs> That's his best role still. <laughs> oh yeah. The mad midget. Although, from although I still say, even though even though he got robbed and <laughs> stolen from it, I loved him as the ghost in Destiny One. Uh, uh well, yeah. He was like, "Hey, look at me. I am a ghost. What? I have no personality because I'm just reading lines in my PJs in front of my fireplace." You know, that's all he was doing. Was you know reading what? Lines it worked for me because <laughs> that's what the ghost was supposed to be. So. And now it's all, hey, look at me. I'm more like fucking, uh, what's his, Claptrap. Hey, it's Claptrap. <laughs> Claptrap ghost. Right? Then, then they'll have the Samuel Jackson ghost, just like with the new um, Alexa. Like, hey, motherfucker. You better get this gun over here, nigga. It's me, what? the Samuel Jackson ghost. It's like, light levels, motherfucker. Do yeah. you need them? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Guns, motherfucker! Do you want them? Yeah, yeah, that, dude, that's gonna be great. Yeah, that's like the running joke is if he doesn't say motherfucker after everything he tells you to do with Alexa, it's not worth buying. Right? It's like it's eighty-five outside, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do I get to uh, Palmdale Avenue? Like, oh, you take a left and then a right, nigga. <laughs> and then you arrive, motherfucker. Wait, oh, okay. Thank you, dude. We need Samuel Jackson to just voice everything, GPS, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure he sat there and recorded seven thousand lines or more. You know, because dude, e- even a lot of the like instructional safety things on flights now, a lot of them I've seen done by video. Dude, he needs to be the dude. He needs to be the instructor on those too. Why is Google falling behind on this bullshit? <clears throat> you know? Come on, Google, get off your ass. I have a Google Home right here. Oh, okay. I, I actually have uh, the Lady oh. Amazon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to activate her because then she keeps triggering. He keeps triggering. Oh, man. Okay, hold on. Where was I? Where was I? I got thrown off here by my own. Uh, uh, there it is. Okay, it so was after Peter Dinklage. Okay, Peter Shrinklage. Uh, it's Peter Shrinklage. Get it right, sir. Okay, Shrinklage. Got it. Okay, Peter Shrinklage. Uh, okay, now, yeah, just reloaded the whole page again. Okay, here we go. Okay, Peter Shrinklage and uh, uh, Michelle Williams. Ex-wife of dead Joker. Um, so she wins for Fosse Verdon for over uh, Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette should have won again. That would have been great. For lead actress. And then, okay, here we go. Outstanding drama series. Who do you think wins? The big one over Killing Eve, Succession, Better Call Saul, This Is Us, Ozark, Pose, Bodyguard, the winner, Game of Thrones.
Yeah, Game of Thrones. And my my vote for Harley Quinn, Julia Garner wins for Best Supporting Actress for Ozark and in, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, in Ozark. <laughs> like, what's it called? Yeah, Julie Garner. Yeah, she's, she's my Harley Quinn. That's who they should have recast in the new Suicide Squad. Kick out what's her face. Put Margot in this. Robbie. Yep. Kick out Margot Robbie. You know, she's hot. She's a good actress, but she's not, I don't know. She's portraying like the Harley Quinn. She's just watching the cartoon and re- do, you know. Think, mm-hmm. like, hey, Mr. J. What do you want to do, Mr. J? Hey, you know, to see her in a full movie, we'll have to see. Yeah, because or like, or like when uh, she was in that uh, that trailer for Birds of Prey before it too, because I I finally saw it last week. Oh, nice. Yeah, so she comes out, you know, with like you know when the balloons clear, and she's like, "Aren't you sick of fucking clowns?" Yeah, because like, oh, the movie's starting. It's all nope. It's a stupid trailer for a movie that looks pretty dumb. But it'll make about 40 million. I think it's going to bomb. But I could be completely wrong. It, it doesn't look good from the trailer. You know. Mm. It doesn't look like, "Oh, I need to run out and see this shit." Nope. Okay, okay. So, best, okay, Julia Garner, uh best limited series, Chernobyl. Uh, I wanted that to win, I think, over Denimora, This Is Us, Fossey Verdon, Sharp Objects. No, I wanted Sharp Objects to win. I lost on that one. And uh, Outstanding Comedy Series, Fleabag, come on, no. Wins over Veep, Russian Doll, Marvelous Miss Maisel, Barry, and Schitt's Creek? No, I think Veep. Veep is uh, most laughs per minute at any of those comedy. That's how I rate comedy shows. If I'm sitting there, like, watching a drama, no. Comedy show, Veep, they're insulting each other, like, five times a minute. Boom, 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 back and forth. You know, it's great. I think Veep is one of the best-written comedy shows that has been around in a while. Yeah, and the show itself has been around for a minute now. Uh, It's over now, all seven seasons. It it started great and it finished great. Wow. Goes to show how much TV I get to watch. You know, it's a... (laughs) And that is the Emmys, 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 Emmys. Okay, let's go over something really... Another list that you might like. Uh, Yes. Another list. What do you think it is? Top 50 horror movies of 20 of the 2000s. We're coming out of the decade. We're going into 2020. You know? Okay, so I wonder how many of these you've seen. Okay, number 50, which I think should have been higher. Deathgasm. Deathgasm is a great fucking horror movie uh this one yeah uh two teenager rock dudes find an album and accidentally conjure a demonic entity known as the blind one dude it is great so yes death dude, i haven't seen this in forever 
Deathgasm, 2015. Great movie. Um, okay, number 49, The Purge. Yeah, I guess so. Number 48, should have been a little higher. Trick or Treat. Oh, damn right, that should have been higher. <laughs> it's like, come on. Uh, number 47, Paranormal Activity, the original, 2009. Oh, I see, that should have been a little lower. That was a that was a phenomenon, though. That was almost up there with Blair Witch as far as a phenomenon went. You know? They, yeah, and I really didn't buy into the whole hype and everything with Blair Witch. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, so May 2003, the Frankenstein-esque tale... Uh, a lonely woman whose sole friend is a doll made by her mom. Uh, as May starts to look for personal connection and struggle. Ew. I don't know, but I haven't seen that. I I saw it a couple <clears throat> of times. Did it really, it was, May? It was it was kind of disturbing. Is it good? Um, I you know what I enjoyed it. I I think it's worth watching at least once. Okay, I'll check it out. Uh, and it had a uh, Jeremy Sisto in it. I'm trying to remember what like show or whatever he's been on the last couple years, but hmm. it it was one of his earlier works too. Oh, all right, number forty five. And it, I think it had Anna Ferris in it too, if I'm not mistaken, as like a coworker slash friend. <laughs> oh, we're the Ring, number forty five, two thousand two. Uh, eh. number forty four, Donnie Darko. For uh, number 43, The Loved Ones. Uh, Relationship. Uh, He gets a girl with a zombie boyfriend. Uh, Number 42, Halloween 2018. Uh, Number 41, which should be higher, Drag Me to Hell. Oh, dude, that totally should have been higher. Yeah, Drag Me to Hell, come on. And honestly, I think Halloween 2018 should have been a little bit higher. Uh, I don't know. That movie, not, I didn't, I didn't I, like it that I, much. I'm not saying too much. I'm just saying a little bit. Okay, number 40, Record, 2007. Uh, yeah, that is a great movie. Spanish uh, found footage chiller. A night crew enters a building when firefighters are called to, tra- to help an old lady. And then zombies come out of everywhere. That's great. Yep, and I the, remember that one. That's a great one. Uh, number 39, VHS. That's a great one. Uh, I, li- I like a lot of those stories in VHS. Okay, 38. Zhong Zhong, The Grudge, 2004. Number 37. We Are Still Here. Are You? I didn't like that one that much. We Are Still Here. Okay, number 36. The Conjuring. Uh, okay. Eh. Number 35. Should have been higher. Sinister. Uh, that's a great horror movie. Uh, number 34 should have been way lower. House of the Devil. The Thai West 70s, Ode to 70s, 80s horror. It's all right. Uh, number 33, Split. That's a horror movie? I Wait, guess we're so. talking the uh, James McAvoy... Uh... Yep, 2017, Split, yeah. And wow. then number 32, Ready or Not. The horror comedy, number 31, Inside. You see that? Mm, Uh, I want to say I did. Mysterious woman in black who's dead set on cutting her baby out with scissors. 
That's a oh fr- no, I didn't see that one. Who sees a home invader? Uh, Alice in Paris below. Who seems her sees her home invaded on Christmas Eve by a mysterious woman in black, who's dead set on cutting her baby out with scissors. Sounds funny. Sounds like a family film. <laughs> uh, the Invitation. That's a good movie. I've seen that one. Uh, Twisted Treat makes the boring dinner party anything but. A man gets invited to a a shindig by his ex-girlfriend, then revealed, and there's a jaw-dropping of a whopper. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Another movie that I saw, which was good, Good Night, Mommy. Deficit pick of the week, guys. Good Night, Mommy. 2015. Uh, Full of dread and melancholy. The Austrian import flips the creepy kids script by centering on two boys, Lucas and Ellis, <coughs> or an Elsa, whom wonder whether their mom is still their mom after facial surgery. <laughs> wow. It's a cool movie. It's like two, like, 12. They're just, like, staring at their mom. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you don't look like our mom anymore. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Happy Death Day. That's a good one. 28. Those are funny. Uh, 27, Don't Breathe. <gasps> That's a great film. I saw that a yeah. couple times in the theater. I still haven't seen that. That's a good one. To. That's a good one, man. Uh, Don't Breathe. Uh, it's it's short. Uh, it's great, man. Bl- a blind um, killer? Come on. Well, I thought it was people like breaking into his house and he's... Yeah, that's what it is. Taking them okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's cool, man. That's And uh, 26, You're Next, another great horror film. 2013. That you was see? a good one. God, that was 2013? Wow. Jesus. Uh, Train to Busan, 2016. That's a good one, too. I don't know that one. Number 25, Train to Busan. Uh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a zombie, a Korean zombie film. It has a real trippy ending. Okay. <clears throat> uh, number 24, Us. Jordan Peele's black horror movie. Uh, number 23, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Eh, it's okay. I see where they're going with this. Number 22, Insidious. Really? Uh, number 21, Starry Eyes. Come on. That was okay. Number 20, Mandy. Number 19, The Conjuring 2. You saw Mandy, right? No. No, I was about to say I hadn't. Number 18, Raw, 2017. Number 17, Suspiria. I get Suspiria when you're near. Uh, Let's see. Number 16, A Dark Song. I haven't seen that. A grieving mom mourning her murdered son rents a Welsh house for a black magic ritual and recruits an oddball occultist on her mission of revenge, weird, spiteful, but also beautiful. (laughs) Weird. I don't know this one. Number 15, What We Do in the Shadows. That's not a horror comedy. That's not a horror. That's a comedy. Okay, this list is completely dead now. Okay, number 14, It. Uh, the original. Number 13. Not, not the TV one. Number 13, Shaun of the Dead. Number 12, Cabin in the Woods, 2012. 
Uh, number 11, Let the Right One In, which is great. The 2008 Swedish version. Yes. Uh, with the 12-year-old boy. and then Yeah, because Let Me In wasn't as good. No. It was a dumb title, too. Uh, and number 10, The Devil's Backbone. Here we go. Number 9, Black Swan. It's okay. Just, uh, it's a weird movie. It's all right. Number eight, it follows. Uh, hey. Okay. Number seven, the Babadook. Really? You know what? I did enjoy that one. You like the Babadook? Yes, I I did actually enjoy that one. If it's in a cupboard or in but... a book, you'll never see the Babadook. But I don't know. It was like, I mean, uh, I, yeah, it was weird. I wouldn't have called it top 10, though, personally. No. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't have put it down by 50 or anything either. Don't get me wrong, but. Uh, number six, Hereditary. That should have been way up in the 40s. Uh, Ari Aster's Disturbing. Yeah. Eh. Number five, Get Out. There we go. Number four, Dawitcha. 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 Did you ever see Dawitcha? I don't believe I did. Uh, that should have been way back up in the 30s. Uh, number three, The Wailing. Okay. I uh, don't know this one. It's another. Uh, Asian horn play. It was all right. It was a little too long. It, well, I wouldn't put it in my top three. Number two, 28 Days Later. No. 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 It's not a zombie movie, you idiot. It's the best zombie movie that didn't involve Jerry Romero. They're not zombies. They're not. They don't die. They get bit while they're alive, and they turn into infected people with rage. They just become like all PCP'd out. It's not a zombie film. It's a virus film. Zombies, you have to die and then come back to life. These guys just get bitten or scratched and they, you know, almost immediately. Yeah, like uh, like The Last of Us. Uh, probably. Oh, uh, you never played The Last of Us? No. But yeah, no, no, no. Uh, the, but it's the same principle that, you know, they get bit or whatever and they turn. You know, mm. not that like they die and come back as zombies or whatever. No, it it's more like a virus. Uh well. Okay, number one. <sighs> number one. Top fifty movies of the last ten years, horror wise. Horror wise. Kill list. What? Kill list? Come okay, on. Who the fuck put <clears throat> this list together? I don't know. It's just enter- USA Entertainment. I'm just looking. I just looked up a list. Oh, uh, yeah. Kill list. Come on. It's like a crime thriller. The best part, I'm going to spoil it right now, is when it's, they, they break his fingers backwards. You know, it's like, snap. They start snapping yeah. his fingers. And then he has to try to shoot a gun. He's like, ugh. It's from the director of um, uh, uh, a Serbian film. Oh, God. The most disturbing movie I've ever seen. 
they were selling that baby that he was fucking in the movie, like on an auction. Oh God! <laughs> Why would anybody want to own that? They were, they sold Hitler's um, wife's panties for five grand. You know. Okay, that's just like a weird fetish thing, but the the most uh, a billionaire fetishist. He's like, I have Hitler's wife's panties. I have a Barbara Bush's panties. I have Lincoln's wife's panties. The night Lincoln was shot. Uh, trust me. It was that time of the month. There's more blood <laughs> on those panties than there is on that pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So... <clears throat> So they have, uh, yeah, so that guy's a freak. He bought those panties. It's like, it's like oh, it's a secret auction. I bet, uh, man. <laughs> so much Hitler's panties. What the fuck, guys? Hitler's panties? No. So yeah, kill list. Number one. Eh. I don't know, man. 28 days later, number two. The wait, no, the witch, no. Get out should have been number one. Hereditary should have been number forty-four. Baba Duke should have been number fifty. Uh, it follows should have been thirty-three. You know, uh, yeah, the wailing's like, oh, I want to give Asian a uh, top three so I don't seem a racist. See, like, the only on. one that what that just seemed a little. I guess off place for us or I mean f- for me I mean although I can kind of see where they were going with it but it just still doesn't set right with me was Black Swan yeah that's not a horror movie either that's, no that's just like a weird lesbian drama between chicks yeah you know it's like the L word you know ext- <laughs> extended into a like hey Want to eat my box? Okay, I'll eat your box. Oh, black swan! That's what I call my pussy. (laughs) The black swan. Because I never shave it. You know? That's what what they call it in the the movie, I think. I don't know. I've never seen it. I have. Is it worth seeing? Yes. It It is definitely worth watching. And, dude, there is... There is a very, uh, yeah, there was a very uh, good scene in there between Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman. Are they their scissor sisters? No, no, dude. um, Mila Kunis eats out Natalie Portman. Oh, nice. Eats her black swan. Uh huh. Nice. Well, whatever. Uh, Do I need to see Bush and tits? You see Bush and tits. No, you don't. No. Because they're prude. Where's the bush and tits from the 80s? You know, that's why I've seen that Rob Zombie movie with full frontal bush and tits is great. Unfortunately, I think most of that was left in the 80s. Uh, No, they had some 90s bush and tits. Like early 90s. Yeah. Like there's always like, uh, like a naked chick running out of a room. 
or you know, like two people fucking or some shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are great, man. Where's those movies? Those are great. With uh, like Rob Zombie's movies, you see a full naked chick getting stabbed in broad daylight in front of an old lady. You know. Yeah. Or some, like a good old fashioned Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, where are those with chicks fucking, smoking weed in vans? You know, everyone's hooking up now. Like the new ones, like, hey, <clears throat> I'm gonna go check my cell phone. What's that knife? You know. Uh, and if they are, yeah, I don't know. If they are hooking up, chicks don't get topless anymore in movies. Where's that? You know. The script doesn't call for it. You know, I want a, I want a million dollar or a, a multi-million dollar movie with topless chicks in it. That's not a Scorsese or a Tarantino movie. Well, I mean, I'm surprised that there's not more of them because, I mean, if Halle Berry has proven anything, it's that once you show your tits, you get the Oscar. Well, yeah, once you fuck Billy Bob Thornton, you get the Oscar. And then, um, yeah, yeah, that's right. She showed her tits for like a million bucks. Or something, yeah. $250,000 a tit. It's like, come on, I didn't didn't care about Holly's berries. Like, before that, you know, you saw her like in her bra or whatever and swordfish. But, yeah, it wasn't until she, you know... Until she popped out the full titty that uh, that she got that statue. Like in Hustlers, none of them got topless. Come on, Jayla, let's see your titties. We saw your titties in Money Train. Let's, yeah, we did. Let's see your titties now. You know? You're, you're a stripper. Let's see those titties. Let's see titties. You know? Mm-hmm. God, it's just annoying. She looked great. She had a nice ass and everything, but it's like, come on. Demi Moore got naked. Yep. I said it last week. Demi Moore got naked, so come on. Damn you, J-Lo. So yeah, this list is bullshit, man. Yeah, I'm so glad I'm going to go see The Shining. The Shining tomorrow. Dude, that's that's going to be sweet. <clears throat> Yeah, I've never, I'm gonna see. Um, so far, did you get your Joker tickets already? Or you're afraid of clowns, so you're not gonna go see it. Hey, I saw it chapter two last week. So what did you think? Well, I mean, I think the things that disturbed me the most, and it's just part of like my moral being, my upbringing, whatever. Um. Some of the shit that kind of stuck with me the most wasn't even, like, with the clown. Although, somebody should have fucking warned me that he turned into a goddamn spider. Oh, no, you have arachnophobia? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was, dude, I was bitten by a brown recluse when I was 19, and I've been freaked by spiders ever since. Holy shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Well, yeah, it was it, it was just on the elbow. I got it treated enough. Nothing major. I've just got a bit a little bit of a scar, but no big deal. Um, I mean, as, as far as that. But yeah, I just haven't been able to do spiders since. So when I saw him emerge as a giant fucking spider, 
dude, you better believe I just about evacuated my bowels right there in the <laughs> theater. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of chinks. So sorry, round eye. Okay, uh, we're getting back to it. What was it? You uh, shit your pants and. You shit your pants and. Yep. <laughs> that was about it. Uh, no, but I. I really did enjoy the movie, though, overall. Uh, I thought it was really well done. Um, I think that, like I was saying earlier, something that really bugged me, other well, other than the spider, um, they, added a, they added a scene or two that I didn't think that they were going to include from the book. Oh, really? Like the, uh, well, essentially the gay bashing scene at the beginning. That's fine. Why, well, why didn't you think they were going to include that? I don't know. I thought with... I, I, I thought they might have uh, excluded it or changed it around just for... I guess just because I thought that people might uh, have shit to say against it. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's going to happen regardless of whatever you put out now. But yeah. and 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 even though this part was necessary, like when Michael called Beverly and basically said, "Hey, come back to Derry," and you know, her husband starts you know smacking her around and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I've got I've got issues with women getting hit. So when I saw that, I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. I was <laughs> like, I was ready to jump into that screen and take a motherfucker down. Oh, you want to? Uh, well, you know, it's supposed to say, you know, she's always, um, gotten towards abuse, you know, she married an abusive man. Yeah. And did you realize that the one dude, um, that the chick that played his mom in the first one was the, the chick that like basically played his wife in this part two? Uh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, It was kind of the, you know, made her up differently and stuff, but yeah, basically made it to show that. You know, he kind of couldn't break out of that cycle <laughs> that he ended up just finding some instead of breaking away from it. He found somebody that was just like her. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, OK, here we go, guys. First movie. Are you ready? Yep. Three. Two. Yo. Love my girl. I just got back from the Vietnam War. I'm a little fucked up in the head, you know what I mean? Uh, I dig hundreds of feet of tunnel at my dad's old ranch. Uh, I make my own weapons. Uh, to let out my rage, I dig out, you know, a couple hundred yards of tunnels all the way under my property. Nothing too insane. Uh, 
have a uh, Mexican girl that I say is my daughter, but uh, she's not my daughter. She's the uh, she's the housewife's the uh, maid's daughter, and I think she's my daughter. This is Rambo, guys. Last blood. Yo, you know what happens? Uh, I just kill a lot of stupid Mexicans. You know what I'm saying? Uh, stupid Mexicans take my daughter. They go, hey, you stupid Mexicans, you want to take this girl? I'm going to take you out, huh? And then they go, huh, Essay? You want some of me, you stupid white piece of fucking shit? I'm going to cut your face open, you fucking gringo piece of pinche puto. What'd you say to me? I can't understand stupid Mexicans. I don't know that language. I don't understand what Mexicans are saying to me. These Mexicans are so fucking stupid, man. They want to fuck with me and my fucking ranch in Arizona? Bring it on, you stupid fucking Mexican gringo pieces of shit. I just call the Mexican a gringo. I'm the gringo. These are dumb Mexicans. Yo, Mexican, you want to come over here? And fuck with me, I'm gonna blow up a firewall, you stupid Mexican. And then, you stupid Mexican, I'm gonna shoot you in the head, you stupid Mexican. And shoot your head off with a double barrel shotgun, you stupid Mexican. Uh, how many times can I say stupid Mexican? It doesn't matter, because that's what they are in this movie. They're stupid to mess with me. Rambo. You know what I'm saying? The fucking, uh, people, uh, Cambodians couldn't handle me. I killed 300 of those stupid fucking pieces of shit. Uh, the Vietnamese, I fucking sliced them up like fucking sausages. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and the, uh, uh, well, mostly Vietnamese. And now I'm going to move into Mexican, you know? I like to keep it eclectic, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I like to kill a lot of Mexicans this time. That's why I moved to Arizona. Just in case these stupid Mexicans would want to come over and fuck with me, John Rambo. I got PTSD. I ain't taking my pills. I got a lid that needs to come off. And when you fuck with me, I'm done training horses. I'm here to kill stupid Mexicans. All day long. You wanna fuck with me? It's me, John J. Rambo. Last blood. I'm gonna kill you if you're Mexican and you fuck with me. Okay? It's that simple, guys. Come into my tunnels. I'm gonna light you up. Literally, light you on fire. Shoot your head off with double barrel shotguns. Cut one of your legs off. Shove a pole through one of your fucking skulls, okay? Stab you right in the fucking head. You know what I'm saying? Throw a machete in the back of your head, drop you into a pit, shoot you with machine guns. Uh, and that's just the beginning, you stupid Mexican. And that's uh, John J. Rambo, guys. Um, <clears throat> in. Uh, First Blood. Here's my favorite First Blood title. First Blood Part 2. My favorite theme song. Okay, so. 
people are saying this is a Trump movie. It's not. It's an 80s action film that needs to be seen by people who grew up watching 80s action movies. Not these pussy fucks who were born on 9-11 and just want to be like, Hey! I've never seen violence like this! I don't don't like that! I don't understand ultra-violence! You would if you were from the fucking 80s. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is for kids that grew up in the 80s. You know, it's, come on. This is Rambo at 70 years old. And the character ages gracefully. You know what I mean? He's like, I, st- I can't do everything I used to. But if you come onto my property, I'm going to fuck you up guerrilla warfare style. The way I used to fuck up all the Vietnamese. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. You know, he's setting all the people like, oh, it's Home Alone. No, it's fucking Rambo. Rambo is setting booby traps way before fucking Macaulay Culkin. You know? He was setting booby traps in the forests of Oregon, or wherever the fuck the first one is. Then he set booby traps in Vietnam. He was a booby trap in Vietnam when he stabbed that fucking Viet Cong right in the chest, cut his throat open, uh, out of the mud wall. Still the best stealth scene out of any movie. You know, people have tried to recreate it for years. It didn't work. But you work. can't. No, it doesn't work, dude. You can't. It's been done. People rip it off all the time. Like, oh, I didn't see him standing there. Just like Rambo. And uh, blowing up people with explosive arrow tips. Blowing up Viet Cong with explosive arrow tips. You can't get any better than that, dude. Uh, and then he, uh, and then in three, he blew up a big Russian dude with a, um, grenade. Um, yeah. Just amazing. Here we go. Slow, slow Rambo. Slowbo. Uh, yeah, this movie is, it's total. it's, you need to go see it in the theater. It has great violence. It's only, like, it's only an hour and 29 minutes. Okay, it's short and sweet. You know, it gets to the point. Boom, daughter kidnapped. Bam, daughter comes back. Uh Uh-oh, something might have happened to her. We don't know. And then, okay, Mexicans coming because I cut off one of their heads and was driving through the desert with it and drop it on the highway. And it just rolls. It rolls on the highway. Dude. And he's smiling, dude, and he's killing these people. You know... It is amazing. Okay, here we go. You want to read the frightening scenes? Here we go. Okay, severe violence and gore. Multiple shootings, stabbings, blunt force blows with all um, result blood spurts accompanying in- injury detail. I think it I don't know, Okay, some gunshots are used to blow pieces of people's heads off. That's what I'm saying. Double barrel shotgun to the back of this dude's head just blows the top of his whole head off, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> Various people are killed with different traps, which are right, like spike pits. Uh, wall mines are the result of blood. Uh, let's see. Uh, frightening intense scene. Last blood described Logan as the Logan of the Rambo films. I described it as that. I was going to describe it as that. Don't ever steal my shit. I'm like, it's Logan for Rambo. <clears throat> and But I didn't want to say that because it's almost a spoiler. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. So this guy spoiled it, guys. Sorry. Uh, the film doesn't hold back on graphic scenes of violence. The main villain is the most violent villain in the Rambo franchise. He shows no remorse and is showing betrayal to few people. Okay, whatever. Uh, violence and gore. Severe, nu- severe nudity. Rambo does this all naked. You're like, what? <coughs> Grambo is what they're calling it. <laughs> Grambo. <coughs> you call me a grandpa? Uh, yes. You're 70 years old. Okay, but so when, uh, so when they say severe, though, just because I'm going to go see it this weekend... Just so I'm prepared. Mm-hmm. Do they what? go? Do do they go full frontal on the old dude? Yep. No, oh, no, they don't. Okay. They show him fucking a horse. Okay. The... <laughs> so, I'll say, I'll just make sure to get up to go to the bathroom at that point. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a must see, man. So need to see it in the theater. I've seen all but I think the first blood in theaters. I've seen every one of them except for First Blood, just because I was too young. Yeah. But if it comes out in the theater, I'm going to go see it. I'd check it out. It's like, fuck yeah. Uh, Let's see what the people say. $50 million budget. Opening weekend, $18 million domestic. Uh, It hasn't gone worldwide yet. Okay, let's see. Uh, Which is pretty good. It almost beat Adistra. Which I'll rate next. Adistress. Okay, so what do I rate this piece of shit? Let's see. Boom, boom. Uh, see, Adis- uh, four to five ear holes. Four to five eye holes. Four to five blowing off heads. Or machetes to the face. For Rambo. It's a must-see. Fuck the critics. They're a bunch of pussies now. There's no real movie critics anymore. They just look for shit to complain about in movies and write about so they get clicks like oh i don't like the violence the violence in here was too intense for me you might want to and then all the pussies click on it going what intense violence what i'm i'm triggered now with intense violence you know it's just this weird cyclical circle that's been going on on the internet recently in the past four years people are idiots that's what what i'm trying to say (laughs) yeah people are idiots but not rambo so we say farewell to our old friend, man. I idolized this guy growing up. I wanted to be John Rambo growing up. I wanted his knife. I wanted to fall from a redwood tree and stitch myself up with my knife, with my knife stitches. <laughs> you know, I wanted to go fishing with the Rambo knife. You know, I watched the cartoon. The Rambo cartoon was amazing. Uh, they'll never make a cartoon or a character like this again. A Vietnamese, a Vietnam veteran with a, with um, with a PTSD hanging out with kids in a cartoon. People overthink shit way too much now, so you'll never get that anymore. People are too stupid. But Rambo, we say farewell, my friend. You, they drew first blood, not you. They drew first blood, not you.
Oh, whoops. First Blood. Here we go, guys. The next movie I'm going into right now. Oh, we'll do this one, too. Hey. Where's my dad? Where is he? I don't know where he is. My dad, he went to space one day. He didn't come back. He never came back. Just like the cat in that one song. My dad went to space, didn't come back again. Went to Earth and not another place. Dad went to space. Dad went to space. He's all over the place. He's floating in an asteroid field out in space. We know it's not real. Dad in space. It's a race. On the moon with moon machines and we run around and you think it's clean, but it's not. It's dead in space at Astra. Hey, where did my dad go? I think he's in space. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure at all. I'm gonna go get him right now. Because I work on a tower that goes up into space. So I'm pretty close to him. I think. I think. Dad's in space. Dad's in space. Okay, so, Ad Astra, guys. Do you like the theme song for Ad Astra? Yeah. <clears throat> so, Brad Pitt. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt, guys, is looking for his dad in space. Are you going to see this movie? Ad Astra. If you want to fall asleep, this is a great movie to go see. You see, I was, you see, I was debating <clears throat> about seeing it in theaters. I figured that I was just going to probably catch it once it hit the red box uh yeah astronaut roy mcbride undertakes a mission across an unforgiving solar system to uncover the truth about his missing father and where his doomed expedition that now 30 years later threatens the universe what's that astra it was okay. It was just boring. It was trying to be like a 2001 Space Odyssey. It looks cool. The score is cool. It was just boring. I don't know what it was, man. I was like, why am I bored? It's a space movie. You know, uh, I fucked up my foot. I smashed my toe into a door jam. And oh, I was, no. And then I, I think I, I didn't break it, but luckily. But like since th last Thursday, since after Rambo, that, that night I smashed it. I went to work, and then I just stayed out of work for like Monday, Tuesday. I just went to work today. I had to put my foot up. I'm like, fuck, dude, I can't even walk. Ouch. So I was going to go see Adestra this week up in IMAX. So I had to see it more locally at a theater that was more handicap capable. 
Other than the 50 stairs going up the IMAX screen. I'm like, I can't walk through the city, dude. Fuck this. I'm like limping around. It's like, ah. <laughs> you know, it was all fucked up. My toe's still fucked up. But, okay, so Adistra. I don't know. It just didn't work for me, man. I wanted it to Tommy Lee Jones. I Dude, it would be so funny if fucking Brad Pitt's like, we're gonna search every space house, uh, space bathroom, space outhouse for my father. Uh, we're not gonna leave any rock unturned. That's my Brad Pitt. Do I sound like Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt. Mm. Brad Pitt. Come on. Brad you're, Pitt. Hey. You're getting there. Hey, it's me, Brad Pitt. I'm deaf. What do you mean? Yes, I'm deaf. Uh, that's another movie, Brad. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. So here we go. Slow and boring at Astra. That's what people were saying. Depressing. Yeah, it was ridiculous. He like he meets his dad, or, or he he saw. I don't know if he meets him, maybe not in space, and they're just sitting there floating and talking. Like you gotta let me go, son. Yeah, uh, why are they playing the first man soundtrack? What the fuck is going on with this? Here we go. This is the Interstellar soundtrack. What the fuck? Hold on. I was singing to the Interstellar soundtrack. Which is a good soundtrack. Right? Adistra movie 2019. Here we go. Maybe not. Yeah, that's what I hate about fucking uh, Spotify. You know? It's like, oh, I'll just put my shit under Ad Astra so people will think this is the soundtrack, but it's actually someone else. <clears throat> right? Yeah. Here we go. Where's my father going? That sounds more like Ad Astra. It's like, hey. He's like falling asleep. Man. What? Huh? Oh, he's in space now. Whoa, there's Tommy Lee Jones all of a sudden. I, I think I fell asleep in the movie. I think I'm pretty sure I did. I was like, what? Oh, whoa, Tommy Lee Jones is here now? I couldn't stay awake for this movie. Poor Ad Astra. This guy's giving it a one. It's like, why are people saying this is good? Who is saying this film is good? Are you kidding me? It rates on the top ten of worst films of all time. <laughs> so one guy's like, horrible. Moon bandits? Crazy space monkeys? Manhole in the Martian desert? Martian recording studio? Stowaway in a rocket engine? Cowling? Slingshot through Neptune's rings? <laughs> Sounds like uh, like names for like a um, like an emo band. <clears throat> moon Bandits. That's like an emo band. Hey guys, we're Moon Bandits. 
Yeah, see, these guys are on my vibe, man. One out of ten. This guy's horrible. Uh, yeah, so... Sad Astra, or Bad Astra is what everyone's calling it. Um, or Dad Astra. I, th I think they're just missing the D. They're like, let's call it Dad Astra. It's like, mm, that's giving it away a little too much. We can't call it Dad Astra, because that's going to look stupid. Let's just take that first D off. Ad Astra. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Looks better than Dad Astra. Okay, we'll keep it. Click. Okay, we got it, guys. Dad Astra. Ooh, let's pat ourselves on the back. Come on. We thought of it. Dad Astra, guys. Come on. <laughs> or Ad Astra. We just took the first D off. Brad Pitt's like, hey, that looks cool, man. That looks cool. Uh, we just take that D off? Like, that's perfect, Mr. Pitt. Perfect. So Ad Astra flies through space. Looks cool. Falling asleep. Because uh, I, uh, I was sitting at the icon where they have heated seats. That didn't help either. And my foot was sore, so I was putting my foot up. In the recliners. So I was like, what? What? Oh. Dad Astra. Okay, so what do I rate Dad Astra? Let me see. Um, okay. Whew. Three out of five ear holes. Three out of five eye holes. Two out of five spacewalks. I don't know. It's just... Ugh. In between two ferns. One out of five ear holes. One out of five eye holes. And one out of five dumb skits. It's just... The, the acting's not good enough to pull off the fake skits. Sorry. Did you like Between Two Ferns? Or it's the movie. It's the movie on Netflix. Zach Galifianakis made. Oh, I heard about it. I haven't actually seen it yet. It's not good. But oh, oh not man. for not for me. It might you might like it. Because I was gonna say it interested me. I just hadn't watched. Check it, it out. Yet. You might like it, man. For me, I was like, hmm. I watched it. I'm not done with it yet. I was like, where is this really going? It's not really. I don't know. It's weird. Is this him falling with ferns? That's what they should have called it. Stumbling with Ferns. And uh, before we get out of here, uh, American Horror Story 84 is out. Good show. Uh, have you have you checked it out yet? Not yet. I've been meaning to ask you about it. Okay, hold on. A-M-H-S 84. Because I'm a huge fan of 80s horror, and I know that you and I were both into uh, Scream Queens when it was out. Okay, listen to the uh, 84. Here's the opening credits. Listen to the song, though. Is this it? No, that's not it. It's a great soundtrack. Fuck, this is the soundtrack from it. But yeah, here's the opening credits. Here we go. Oh, it's just music from... So it's all 80s shit to all 80s stuff. Like It's like Emma Roberts... See, it's all it's all breakdancing. It shows breakdancing with axes. Yeah, if you like 80s horror movies, they do a nod to every one of them. These kids are doing cocaine, smoking weed. Uh, they're all like uh, in aerobics class. The Night Stalker is out killing people in the summer. 
One of them gets attacked by the Night Stalker, but survives. And uh, and then yeah, it's pretty good. And then they go, and then the uh, then there's a guy who killed a bunch of kids up in a cabin, Camp Redwood. They're reopening it, and they're looking for counselors, of course. But no one's gonna work there because everyone knows what happened. All these kids got slaughtered. There's the trailer. That's the uh, opening credits. But yeah, the um. Oh, uh, whoops. Damn it! Why did I restart? It? Yeah, the uh, soundtrack is great. Uh, Frank Stallone. Here we go. Frank Stallone. Because they're all in jazzercise class. Oh, this is the end. Remember that song? Uh, hold on. What am I doing here? It's a, it's a loop. It's a loop, guys. So... Oh, uh, they just have... Oh, here we go. Bam. Classic song right here. Yeah. Bananarama, guys. Come on. Okay, let's get out of here on this, then. Um, actually, I got to hear on something else. But, yeah. Thanks for coming on, dude. That was awesome. Oh, dude. Always glad to. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, so, Tension Deficit Order podcast, season 18, episode 4, it's a little short one, but we got Rambo in there, we got Ad Astra in there, um, we got, uh, Between Two Ferns, we got American Horror Story 84, which I rate 2 to 5 ear holes, 4 to 5 eye holes, and 2 to 5 cut off ears, or 3 to 5 cut off ears, it's decent, it's growing, I'm starting to watch all the new pilots that are coming out. Um, I just watched Prodigal Son, actually. I'll rate that. Two to five year-olds, two to five eye-holes, two to five psycho dads. It's all right. It's about a kid whose dad was a, uh, a doctor who's a serial killer. And he called the cops on his dad. And now his dad is, he's working with his dad to solve crimes. He's like a lector. Or, huh. or did he make a crime happen so his son would come back to him? You know, it's all, this, all that weird shit prodigal son guys and i'm about to watch this one uh, show uh with a kid who's an alien who crash lands on earth who her, her ship probably collided with the plane I'm like oh are you okay little girl i oh, god i forget the name of it integral or something like that. it's on abc they're gonna be horrible shows i like to watch the pilots just to see what's going on mm-hmm. you know so i don't know we're out of here guys um all of our friends you know who you are bye Later!